Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, February 25th. The last word, or as the French would say, the. Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 4, verses 9 and 10 from the message translation, which reads, Then God said to Jonah, What right do you have to get angry about this shade tree? Jonah said, Plenty of right. It's made me angry enough to die. God said, What's this? How is it that you can change your feelings from pleasure to anger overnight about a mere shade tree that you did nothing to get? You neither planted nor watered it. It grew up one night and died the next night. So why can't I likewise change what I feel about Nineveh from anger to pleasure? This big city of more than 120,000 childlike people who don't yet know right from wrong. To say nothing of all the innocent animals. This is God's word. So here it is. The conclusion. The last word. The one that leaves Jonah and us very much on the hook. Fish pun totally intended. This is how we need to hear this. This isn't merely a word to Jonah with us listening in on that conversation. This is a word very much to us, whenever and wherever we live. This is the parabolic nature of this story, like that of the Good Samaritan with its go and do likewise, or even better with the prodigal son with the father's plaintive plea to the sulking older brother that there had to be a celebration because his younger brother had come home. The effectiveness of that plea being an open question to us. We don't know what the older brother did at that point. Did he enter the celebration? His father's arm around him, leading him into a full embrace of his erstwhile younger sibling? Or did he stand there, intractable in his anger, or even Jonah-like, stomping off in that anger to find some hill on which to sulk? We don't know. story doesn't say. Nor do we know with Jonah. The story doesn't say. For one simple reason. God isn't talking to Jonah anymore. He's talking to you, to me, to us, whoever we are, wherever we are, whenever we are. This is the point of a parabolic tale such as this. Nathan didn't tell the story of the rich man who butchered the poor man's one wee lamb to feed his guest as historical or even judicial information. It was a parabolic tale meant to suddenly turn on the hearer of that tale. Jonah's not the only unreconstructed Israelite nationalist. Jonah's not the only one whose worldview needs to be drastically and dramatically challenged. Jonah's not the only one whose paradigm doesn't nearly need to be shifted, but to be torn down and rebuilt and then torn down again. That would be me. And you, too. Thou art the man, says the Jonah story to each of us. The only question now is will we climb down off our high hill and enter into the mess of a Nineveh that's just waking up? 
So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, just how far and wide and expansive do you imagine the mercies of God to be? Why? Why do we tend to constrict and restrict those mercies? What will it take to cajole us off that fuming hill with Jonah? Lord, blow up the tight boxes into which we would insert your infinitely expansive and expanding mercies. Blow it up and blow me into my own grace awakening as you lead me into the heights and depths, the length and breadth of your love that surpasses all our understanding, all our imagining, all our surmising. Be your mercies. Mm-hmm.